like it's all slipping away only three weeks left um so to recap last week um you were actually very non-committal on a lot of games i didn't feel good it's easy <laughs> to say now because the ones i did and you did too i didn't you didn't do very well. good um so you were four for five uh, um feels right <laughs> i went crazy picking every game almost and i went nine for three um Nine for 12, nine, nine, and three. nine and three, whatever. Um, so that's strong again. Yeah. And Very two of strong. them I missed by one point. I know that doesn't matter in football, but, um, I still don't understand why the Dolphins kicked that field goal with 16 seconds. There's some crazy stuff. Can we talk a little bit about some of that crazy stuff? Like the, uh, last game, which was, if you're watching that Monday night game, it was the game of the year. And I was texting with my buddies, like third quarter, we were saying that it was the game of the year. Even before we got to overtime, it just made it even better. Which game is this? The Cleveland? Cleveland, Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, yeah. That uh, was Sunday speaking... night. That was Sunday night, right? No, that was Monday. Wasn't it? Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm just thinking Thursday. Then I started thinking about Thursday night's game, which was last night. Um, that also went to overtime. The Raiders and the But speaking, speaking of, you owe me 20 bucks. I do. Because we bet on three games. You won the Eagles. The Eagles game came through. I told you they would cover. I won the Bills and the Ravens. Which is still under protest, that stupid safety at the end of the game. Well, I checked. The line on my paper when we did the podcast was minus two. So you can... Went off at three. Claim it was a pick, but... Oh, yeah. We keep it into account. I mean, it is what it is. You can only deal with the lines as they're presented to us Friday night, right? So, um, we can move on to week 15 now. And the Eagles coming through with a big upset of the New Orleans Saints. Jalen Hurts era has begun. But since, I'll just say, because we were under 500 for the first, I was under 500 for the first time in probably a month and a half. Uh, for the weekly picks, I had to change up the juju, get good luck based off the Eagles win, going with my Nick Foles jersey, Super Bowl champ. Oh, my God. And if you see Philly Phillies on underneath the brim of my hat. So I'm changing up the mojo. Hopefully it'll work this week. I feel I feel good about a lot of these games kind of back into the groove. Last week, like you said, I was I didn't realize how noncommittal I was until I went back. So a couple people, a couple of my friends made comments to that fact and i had to go back and listen and it's not a pick for me it's not a pick for me i sounded like you no play all right so first game on the card this it's gonna week. be a lot of plays this week baby it better be good ones steve you gotta make up for that um all right so first game is carolina at green bay and this opened at minus nine and a half in favor of green bay it is at minus eight and a half as of friday evening um, I'll let you go first. I like Carolina. I mean, it, DJ Moore's back. Um, McCafferty is out. He's definitely not doubtful. coming back this week, right? He's doubtful. Yeah, I saw he's not even, he didn't even show up to practice Thursday. So I doubt 
if he's not practicing Thursday, he's not going to come back to this game. Well, does he come back at all this season? I mean, really? That's my point. I'm more like, the question is, does he come back at all this season? Probably not. I mean, if you were Carolina, why would you want to bring him back? Just let him go to next season. He's the franchise. But do you think, like, for a team like Carolina, like, this is Matt Rule's first year as the coach? Like, does he still want to finish with, like, a better record than he could? I'm sure Matt Rule wants him back, but. We don't think Christian McCaffrey wants to come back. I'm just saying from like a management standpoint, it's not a good idea to put your, you know, star player at risk if you're well, upper not management playing for is going to make that decision. All right. Not the player, not so, the coach. I, my initial take on this was it's a lot of points and Carolina has kept up with a lot of teams, even in games that they've lost. Um, last week was quite the little shootout in Denver. Um, or I don't know where the game was, but with Denver. Um, I was so, in Carolina. Yeah, so I kind of had... Um, they lost, right? They did, but they kept it close. So I could kind of see them keeping it close here. Um, and I think that both teams you can run on. Um, I think I heard like a comment on the radio. The one thing that had me a little bit worried was that um, Denver was chucking the ball downfield pretty good on Carolina. So now this week you got Aaron Rodgers. Um, so he can chuck the ball with the rest, best of them. So that made me a little bit nervous that maybe Green Bay could pull this out. But this is kind of a similar situation to last week and they didn't cover. Yeah, I feel like Carolina can stay with them. That's the sense I get. You know, I like their offense. I mean, Bridgewater's effective. He can move the ball up and down the field. Uh, was it Davis at running back is strong. Even he's he's filled in for McCaffrey very well. And with DJ Moore coming back, now you take some of the pressure off of Bridgewater and having two good receiver options, right? All right. So you're on Carolina? Yeah, I like Carolina. I mean, I like Carolina. I'm going to stick with Carolina. Uh, next game up is Buffalo traveling to Denver. Um, and I feel like Denver is like kind of hard to predict because they've had some really horrible games. and But then last week, I mean, they, they played a good game against Carolina. So it's a matter of what team shows up. The game is in Denver. Um, Buffalo just had a big win last week over Pittsburgh. So I kind of worry that this could be a bit of a letdown spot. I and do too. Traveling into Denver, um, could be rough, but I'm going to stick with Buffalo. You got a pick on this one? It's five and a half in favor of Buffalo. I'm torn on this game and, uh, I, I like Denver. I like Drew Locke. He struggles against good defenses, and Buffalo has a good defense. So I don't like giving up all this many points on the road. Buffalo is <laughs> clearly a better team. But I think Denver Denver has shown that they can play with some teams this year, and that lock has looked decent. But if you look back at it, it's really against the poor defenses. But do you right? really consider sense. Buffalo like an elite defense? I don't. I'm not saying they're elite, but they're definitely in the upper tier. They're like top 10. For sure, you got to put them in the top 10, right? That doesn't mean you're elite, but you're a strong defense. When you consider Houston, Carolina last week, right? The Chargers they play well, decent against some of their wins. You know, those are bad defenses. So Buffalo's on the good side. I, I'm officially no play. I want to take Denver here because of the points. I'm not going against Buffalo. I got burned last week. That's probably when you do go Denver, but I'm a no, I'm no play for me. Okay. I'm going to take Buffalo. Okay. 
So next game up is Houston at Indianapolis. Um, these teams played two weeks ago. The Colts won that game by six. And that was uh, Houston's first game without Will Fuller. It sounds like they will have Brandon Cooks back this week, as well as David Johnson. David Johnson back from COVID. So, I mean, last week, I don't know who you were on, but I was on um, the other side because I was worried about all the injuries in Houston. And they did lose that game. That was My, against the Bears? Uh, I believe that was a no play for yes. me. Yes. I was on Chicago there. Um, so my first take on this was Indy, but then I kind of had second thoughts and it opened at minus six in favor of minus six and a half. It's at minus seven and a half. So do you have any thoughts on this game? I like Indy. You do? All right. Yeah. Um, at seven and a half. I do. I think this game is a little bit close. It does worry me too because I'm a big um I I followed Houston a lot this year. Cooks coming back doesn't scare me because Cooks is so fragile. It's like, hey, one one hit and he's gone. And then who does he have? He has nobody to throw to. So if Watson doesn't have anybody to throw to, you know, he's gonna have to try really hard to stay with Indy. I think they're just in different mindsets here towards the end of the season. Indy's gearing up for the playoffs. This is kinda well, yeah. Indy, I guess, definitely needs this game because they're tied at nine and four with yeah. the Titans. Well, here, here's the problem with Houston, okay? Last week, they lost their safety. This week, they're losing their other safety. So they're going to have no safeties. They're going to be backups. And then they've got like a three-man rotation for two cornerback slots because nobody's stepping up to take the position. So their defense is very, very suspect. Indy's going to score points. Well, you can run all over the Texans, too. So yeah. I, I don't I don't like Houston a little bit in this matchup. I and think Indianapolis. T.Y. Hilton has come back from the dead. Yeah, T.Y. Love him. All of a sudden, the last two games, he's had big games. He's always better at home. So, all right, you talk me into sticking with Indy. I would take That's him at allowed. seven. I don't know if I'll take him at seven and a half. That's not allowed. Um, Let's jump on my picks now. Was that your pick? Indy. Because you just said... Okay. Indy. All right. What I thought you I just, just said, said what? I said Indy. And you just said you talked me into Indy. So my response was, oh, you're changing. Now you want Indy. You're jumping on my picks. I guess I wasn't listening because I thought you weren't picking. All right. So next game is Detroit at Tennessee. And um, I think Matt Stafford is definitely questionable this week. So that's the probably the one thing you got to watch for is whether or not he's going to play. Because I think he had a thumb injury, correct? And now last week he got um, a rib injury too. So he's basically, if he does play, he's playing with two injuries. Um, the line opened at minus eight and a half in favor of Tennessee. And now it's up to minus 11. I assume that's people doubting that Stafford is going to play. If Stafford doesn't play, it would be Chase Daniel, I believe. Um, so. And then it's. Bet the mortgage. Yeah, so I think if Stafford doesn't play, I would definitely take Tennessee, even at 11. Um, you can run all over uh, Detroit, and so I think it's going to be a monster Henry game. Yes, I agree with everything you're saying. Tennessee. Um, and I think that um, Tennessee stepped up on their defense a little bit last week, so 
Um, I'm not worried about that aspect of it. Now, if, if Stafford does play, I mean, that's a big line. So I don't think I could take it there. I'll take it regardless. AFC South, I told you, Tennessee, Indy. I kind of bucked that trend last week. I'm not making that mistake. The rest of the way, we're going Indy. We're following up with Tennessee. I think that if Chase Daniels does start, <laughs> hammer it, you know. Um, it could wear a little bit of a backdoor with uh, Stafford like they did last week. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not even worried about that. I mean, I don't think it matters who's the quarterback. Tennessee's gonna roll in this game. I think you take Tennessee. Well, why do you feel so confident? I like yeah. I think their offense will roll, but are you worried about I their like defense? Henry. I like Henry. Are you worried about like what nah, happened in Cleveland? Their defense played strong last week. So against Jackson, though. I I like I I like Tennessee. Okay. I'm not worried about their defense. They're at home. I don't like Detroit in this game at all. Okay. Um, so next game up is the New York Jets traveling to L.A. to play the Rams. This opened at minus 13 and a half. It's up to minus 17. And that's a lot of points. Um, it's also the Jets second. Well, it's the Jets second trip west because they traveled to Seattle last week where they lost. Was it 40 to three? Um, and now they're traveling back to the West Coast to L.A. Um, so, I mean, I, I think, I mean, L.A. has a better defense than Seattle does with Aaron Donald and everything. So I think they definitely win. I think they could potentially win by 17, but it's just a lot of points to to put down. What do you think? I don't think they can make the line high enough. Really? To not well, take you the took Rams. the Jets last week. Yeah, got burnt. And what was it then? It was, I think it was 14 and a half. Yeah, well, Seattle had not looked strong in the last three weeks. Anyway, I don't like the Jets. I like the Rams. I think they're going to punk them. They're going to get smashed again. They're coming out west, these long trips. Uh, they proved they couldn't do it last week. I think you go right back into it this week. Rams roll. But would you take it at 17? Yeah. I said, I don't think you can make the line high enough. That means if they're giving me 30. It doesn't mean just I'll because you 30. say that doesn't mean that you're going to put your money on it. I like it at 17. Okay. You're taking the Rams. It's a lot of points. I am not going to take it at that many points. Although I could see it. Um, so next game is Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Um, this opened at minus one and a half in favor of Tampa Bay. And now it's up to six. Do you have an explanation for that? Yeah. Atlanta sucks. Well, I know they suck, but like, why does it lie? That's a big, big line movement. People are betting Tampa. They, the people are in love with Tom Brady. You should know that. Well, you love I have to too. say, huh? You love I, him too. I Tom love walked in this room right now. Would you stay with me? <laughs> I loved them last week, and even though they did win and they did cover, I was not impressed. It was not what I expected to see. I expected them to come out and absolutely dominate a horrible Minnesota secondary, and it didn't happen that way. So I still have my concerns with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians um, and what's going on there. All right. You, you want me to look at the 
at the other side. Now, this is a division game, but these teams have not played yet this year. They played this week and in week 17. Just to get that out there for the record. All right. Anything else you want to get out there before I start breaking this thing down? Uh, Julio Jones is out for Atlanta. All right. Here's the things I don't like about Tampa. Jones is out, the oh, running back. Yes. Now, let me talk, please. Jones is out. So that's scary because Leonard Fournette just got, was a healthy scratch last week. So, uh, you know, question Leonard Fournette, is he going to come out here and be an animal and be upset about last week? Or, you know, is he going to have an adverse uh, reaction to not being suited up last week? Are they going to play the with Sean McCoy? The thing is that Atlanta, um, Sean McCoy is done. Who cares? Um, Atlanta, and I'm saying that as an Eagles fan, the leading all-time leading rusher of the Philadelphia Eagles, by the way. Look that one up. By the way, the thing about Tampa that also scares me is that they play a lot of zone. Um, Matt Ryan does well against zone. So it does worry me a little bit with Tampa, the line movement. I don't know what why else it would be going up towards Tampa other than, you know, just all the money's coming in on Tampa. So t- typically when that happens, you should probably go Atlanta. Um, what do you think about Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette? Like it was almost like they gave up on Fournette and they're like, you know, we're going to concentrate on Ronald Jones and then boom, he's out of the lineup and they have well, no other choice a- to play Fournette. So Fournette had a lot of drops. Now Bruce Arians is totally that coach that will like hold a grudge too. So that's why I'm even mentioned LaShawn McCoy because I could totally see Arians doing that. That's I mean, a, I just that's haven't like an seen Arians anything move. out of LaShawn McCoy in the last two, three years. But it's years not, I'm not saying because like, he looks good, because it's just because Arians doesn't want to have to play Fournette and he doesn't have Jones. I would love to see LaShawn McCoy get the ball and LaShawn McCoy do well. Now they have a, um, some, I think he's a rookie. I can't remember his name, but he hasn't gotten much play either. I feel like I just talked myself into Atlanta. I mean, I have my concerns. I really do. But they desperately need this because their record's, what, eight and four or eight and whatever? Who desperately needs this? Tampa. They don't really desperately need it. Yeah, they do. They're second in the division. And you got Seattle and... Listen, there's three games left. Yeah. Right? So the division's gone. Yeah. It's 10 and three versus eight and five. So you look at the wild cards. So you're looking at the wild cards, right? You got... They're the highest wild card. Right. They got eight wins. No, Seattle's got nine wins. So the loser of the division in the AFC in the NFC West would be the Rams or Seattle, who are now both tied at nine and four. So let's consider just one of those teams being nine and four, the first wild card. Right. right? There's three slots. So the okay. third slot is Arizona. All They're right. at seven and six. So right. Tampa is a full game above Arizona. Arizona is the one and we'll talk later that desperately needs it because they got teams nipping behind them. Um, I think Tampa, their focus is not really ah, we got to win this game to make sure we get in the playoffs. I think they almost feel like they're in the playoffs. They, I, th- I think the Tampa mindset is we got to gear up to produce so that we are a legitimate contender to go win this thing uh, when January starts, to win the whole title. So it's tough because of that mindset, and I want to see Tampa do well. I'm wondering if I'm just like wanting Tampa in this game rather than looking at the things that well, I just I mean, talked Atlanta, about because I'm really big on Ronald Jones. Atlanta hasn't looked good. Um, Tampa has a pretty good defense. Who did they just lose to? The Saints. Uh, well, no. Last no. week they lost to the Chargers, and then they played the two games with the Saints recently. Atlanta lost to the Chargers. Yes. Yeah, and the Chargers. 
Oh, a bears pretty good. But I think I feel like the Chargers can score better than the Bucks can at this point. Um. So I don't know. I I think I I read Tom is like six and zero versus Matt Ryan in his really? career. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, this is. All right, I'm going to totally change my mind, all right? Because there's too much stuff going in my head. I feel like the Tampa is like, everybody loves Tampa. Everybody loves Tom Brady. You know, based off of nothing that's relevant from this year, they're going with Tampa. Tampa hasn't looked that good. Atlanta's not that good either, right? You got to know Julio Jones. It's only going to be Ridley. Uh, I'm going to talk myself back into Tampa. But here's the, here's the thing that is making me start to consider Tampa. Or Atlanta. I'm I mean, sorry. you can't run on Tampa, but Atlanta really doesn't have a run game at this point because Todd Gurley's knee is catching Bowl? up with him. Has Has Matt Ryan seen Tom Brady on the field since that comeback in the Super Bowl when it was twenty eight to three at halftime and they lost? I don't know. So if I'm Matt Ryan, I want to say yes, but I could be. This wrong. is like uh, I major revenge, right? Even though it's not the same team, New England, it's still Tom Brady. That's like the arch nemesis. Tom Brady beat me in the Super Bowl. He brought the Patriots back from a big deficit at halftime. So I, I almost feel like Matt Ryan, if he had any balls, right? He should be like, he should have this game circled on his calendar when the schedule came out. No, nah, but you do really. I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't, don't trust that, that Matt Ryan's like, I mean, that's what been, it should be, but has Matt Ryan like got any balls? Does Matt Ryan have any balls? That's no, the question. I don't think he does. And it's all—it's been all downhill for them since that Super Bowl. Oh, this is a game that drives you nuts. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with Tampa. I don't necessarily right, feel with Tampa good about it because I hate Matt Ryan, <laughs> and there's no Julio. So yeah. at the end of the day, Tampa's gearing up for the for the Super Bowl. What's that's Atlanta? their mindset. Atlanta sucks. What's Atlanta's record? Four nine. They're tied with Carolina. Oh. They've lost two in a row. They're two and five at home. Equal two wins, two and four on the road. Well, maybe Tom Brady walking out on that field and seeing Matt Ryan on the other side will bring back some of that good juju that he used to have. Because it ain't been there this year, that's for sure. All right, Tampa on this one? Both of us? All right, we'll go Tampa. All right, Tampa. I try to talk myself into Atlanta. I can't talk. Um, so the next game on the list is New England. Oh, I have a headache just talking about that game. I can't imagine what that's going to look like. People listening eh. to what the hell we just talked about. I think uh, we broke it down pretty well, though. New England at Miami opened at minus three in favor of Miami. It's down to minus one and a half in favor of Miami. Um, we talked in previous podcasts about Bill Belichick's record versus rookie quarterbacks. I think it was 20 to five then it would now be 21 to five because they beat the chargers um smoked them smoked 46 them. nothing 43 um, nothing something like that yeah so so are you going to england if you're going to england i think that's all we need to say i don't feel good about it now these teams did play week one but that was um fitzpatrick and New England did win that game. And uh, Brian Flores, who's the coach of Miami, is the former defensive coordinator for the Patriots. So the Patriots lose this game, they're out, right? If the, well, whatever they're, they're clinging to from a hope standpoint, they're six and seven. Let's say they win this game, they're seven and seven, right? So they would climb into still like mathematical possible. Um, 
so let's look at the wild card. We talked before about Miami, Oakland, right? And the Baltimore fight for that spot. Now we get to, you know, if they win this game, we got to talk about New England fighting for that spot. So Miami's got the eight wins. That's the, that's the last wild card. Baltimore's got eight wins. They're eight and five. So they're tied. And then Vegas just lost. So, so they're seven and seven. So, so Miami needs this game. Yeah. Oh, Miami's Miami needs this game, but New England's even more desperate. Because let's say New England wins and Miami loses. Miami but, is eight and six. New England's seven and seven. They're only a game back. Right. So now if Baltimore also loses, who um, I don't think that's happening. They're playing Jacksonville, all right. Um, they would only be a game out of the wild card with two to play. That makes sense. Uh, well, yeah, but I guess I don't know. I mean, do you think that the Patriots are really like we have a playoff shot? Do you think Bill Belichick's like looking for a seventh ring? Like, I don't think he's thinking that way this season. I but I think he's he would to get in the playoffs and then probably like to play. Spoiler for the Dolphins. So if he can give them a win or a loss this week, then it makes it more difficult for them. Yeah, and realistic, Baltimore has like Jacksonville Giants and Cincinnati left. So, so I mean, I would spot. be all over the Patriots, I guess, if it wasn't for the game against um, the Rams last week. They just, I mean, I was on New England in that game, and it they didn't look good. So, I mean, that's what kind of holds me back. But I've been in this position before, and they've come out and won. So, I mean, they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde this year. Um, but I'll stick with the philosophy of Bill Belichick versus the rookie, and I'll take the Patriots. That's where I'm leaning to. I'm going. I'm going New England. I'm not going to overthink this. I love Miami. You know, Miami's my team. The line's going down, so ten. I tend to go against that. When you see big line movement change, uh, from but it's only three to one and a half, one some places. I think you have to play the angle of the quarterback being a rookie. And like you just said, Belichick's record against it. I, I think Cam's going to struggle against that Miami defense. That Miami defense is playing well, pretty good. Well, I mean, Miami's defense is better against the pass, um, but they're susceptible to the run. So, I mean, I think Belichick can come up with a, a scheme to run the ball um, and maybe get there that way as long as the defense can hold um so Miami I'm taking New England, but I'm cheering for Miami. I think, I guess Miami um, surprised me a little bit last week against the Chiefs. I didn't really expect them to kind of stay in that game, but they did. All right, next game, we got Seattle going to Washington. It's a one o'clock game. Um, Seattle is a, opened up as a three-point favorite, but it's bet up to six and a half now Friday night. And I'm well, honestly surprised that's not higher. Well, it's Friday night, right? That thing's definitely going to seven. And probably higher, like to your point. Yeah, you got no Alex Smith this week. He went left at halftime of the game last week. He's been ruled out as of today. Um, so you're going with Haskins. Um, Seattle just coming off that big blowout win. Dwayne Haskins is horrible. So, like, I came out of the season firing on Washington. And Haskins was a starting quarterback. He looked horrible. He played against a good defense. He looks like he has no clue. Um, he started feeling a little bit of a groove, but I, I, I can't even talk up Washington as much as I love them. I still think they're going to win the NFC East. Um, they need to get Alex Smith back in there and they need to get him back in there fast. I love the defense in Washington with all that said, I'm taking Seattle 
And um, if Haskins is a starting quarterback, I'd take Seattle anywhere under 10. Now, do you think like the Washington defense can step up and keep it close? Here's the thing. I think Washington's front four is going to have to be live in the backfield, right? So now you're saying, okay, so the key to this game is that front four against Russell Wilson. Can they contain Russell Wilson? Who really contains Russell Wilson? He's very intelligent. The secondary is where the problem is. That's where Seattle strikes you hard, right? With the deep pass over the top to lock it, the deep pass over the top to, more importantly, DJ Metcalf. So that's why I really like Seattle here. I think even though with the you know it's the strengths of the Washington's defense against Seattle's offense, um, I think that matchup plays out well for Seattle. If that offensive line can just give him enough time to get those routes down the field a shot. Um, if they get to the quarterback and they try to hit these long passes all day and they can get to the quarterback fast with Chase Young and the crew, um, it's going to be a long day for Russell Wilson. But I don't think even that with Haskins quarterback and you you know, think, you're know you looking at two, three picks. Yeah. Do you think that the defense for Washington is less motivated knowing that like at least with Alex Smith, he no. can keep them in the game. Now you got Dwayne Haskins. And if you think he's going to throw three picks anyway, like what's the point of us? trying to keep it keep us in the game if he can't perform well they i mean i think that they are going to go into the game now they're going to go into the game thinking that we need to perform better than if alex smith was there i think that they're going to be amped up to play now they start getting down by two touchdowns three touchdowns i think you'll see that mentality crack because of the situation that they don't have as much confidence that they can come back with haskins so it could fall apart quickly all right. Well, I'm all over Seattle there. Um, next game up is Chicago at Minnesota. These teams played in week nine. Um, the line opened at minus six and a half in favor of Minnesota. It's down to three. And what's responsible for that line movement? Mm. No idea. Um, Last week's game with Mitchell Trubisky. See, well, when Vegas put, puts out their opening line, that's the thing is they're not just saying, hey, look at last week what Mitchell Trubisky did. They're looking at the whole season. They intelligently yeah, but for it's come a out move, with a line. It means that something is. That means that everybody looked at Mitchell Trubisky, the public, right? There's two sides here. There's the book and there's the public. The public runs at a book and says, oh, so Mitchell Trubisky. Let's everybody take Chicago. And uh, so they're giving Mitchell Trubinsky credit for beating the Texans without half their... I don't know, Jack. I'm just giving a philosophy as to why the line All moved. Right, you know I what just... I mean? There's no book. There's nobody says this is why the line moved. You got to analyze and try to figure it out yourself. Okay? Exactly. So, so that's why I'm asking. I don't see any injury like we've talked about. So that's what I'm guessing is happening here. Okay. I, it's a no play for me. What do you think? Well, we both, I think, were on the Bears when these teams played back in week nine. And that was when Foles just couldn't do anything. Um, I think Mitchell Trubinsky is better than Nick Foles, and I'm going to take the Bears again this week. Next game is Jacksonville at Baltimore. Um, this opened at minus 11, and it's up to minus 13 in favor of Baltimore. So last week um, against the tech, uh, Titans, Glennon got pulled and Gardner Minshew is back in. He will start this week. Um, I came across an article online. There are two um, linebackers, uh, Yannick in 
Ngakwe, if I said that right, and uh, Clayus Campbell, who both, both were um, in Jacksonville, part of the good Jacksonville defense from a few years ago where everybody wanted out desperately. Um, so they both got out, both ended up in Baltimore. Um, and basically the article said that Minshew is expecting to have to run for his life because they're going to be coming off the edge. Kill him. <laughs> uh, now, Clayus Campbell is questionable. Um, so my initial but take... Is Minshew back? Yeah, he's the starter. Okay. He, well, he's been back. He was the backup. Um, my initial take was thinking that now, like last week, Baltimore played Cleveland. And even though I was on Baltimore, Baltimore ultimately won the game. It was not the game that I expected. I didn't expect a 40-something to 40-something score. I thought that they were going to get pressure on Baker Mayfield and that the Browns wouldn't do much. So I, Baltimore has some injuries on defense. I mean, they're obviously allowing other teams to score on them. So I kind of thought that Jacksonville could put up some points. But um, I'm going to give a little credit to to those guys wanting a revenge um, against Jacksonville. So I definitely think Baltimore wins. It's still a big line at 13. Um, but I'm kind of inclined to take it. Thoughts? <laughs> what are you doing over there? I'm just thinking about the game, like. Come in here. I I like Baltimore, but I didn't realize Gardner Mitchell was starting. Was well, so that better? I mean, that. that's what I'm trying to figure out. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to analyze because I analyzed this game without Gardner Mitchell being the starting quarterback. Now, I mean, I thought like Mike Glennon. I mean, last week he they only put up ten points against Tennessee, but yeah. the games before that that he started. I mean, he kept all the games close. I mean, he looked functional. I mean, now it's kind of like a the factor of having Minshew come back in. We don't really know what to expect. I mean, he had some decent performances early, and then like Damn. totally. All right, I'm switching. I like I like Minshew. Really? They're gonna keep this game close. It's Baltimore's not that good. They're gonna 13 points with Minshew. I mean, I just thought that Glennon was quarterback and then he looked like he was awful last year, last week. I'm worried because I'm worried about, I think this is going to be a big JK Dobbins game. Um, you know, it looked like last week that he was getting the line share of the carries. I think it was 11 or 12. I, I looked at it before. I'm not looking at it now. Um, but more importantly, it was Gus Edwards and not Mark Ingram and Mark Ingram's supposed to be back and healthy. So I don't know if that's them resting for the playoffs or that's legitimate. Mark Ingram looks slow. I guess, you know, J.K. Dobbins is, they got to give this, start giving this guy, I'm still waiting for them to give this guy like 20 carries. I don't know if it's ever going to happen with the rotation, but. Well, they never do, do they? They always play the rotation. But, I mean, you can yeah. run on Jacksonville, too. Damn. So. Uh, 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 uh. That's a, it's just so many points, it right? Is a lot of That's points. the only reason, I mean. The Baltimore. I mean, if the Baltimore defense shows up, I mean, I think they could totally shut down Jacksonville. Uh, this is a Jacksonville game. But they, here's the thing. They just got their ass kicked, right? So everybody's looking at Baltimore. That line's going from 11 up to 13. And Jacksonville has kept a lot of games when you're not expecting them to be even in it. They've kept a lot of games close, right? Like the Green Bay game a couple weeks ago. 
um, they covered the line. That was Glennon. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Mitchie was a starter and looked at as the heir apparent. This guy had t-shirts made with a big mustache, right? Like everybody thought it was Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. And then he's not the guy. So he's been sitting on the bench thinking about like, how did I lose my job? Right. And I think that this is this first game. For a team that's basically tanking anyway. For the second pick in the draft. I just think with him getting the opportunity to come back, it sparks something into somebody, right? And he's he's been proven that he's been competitive and that he can move the ball. Is Chark playing? Uh, I have no reason to say that he's not. Uh, you keep talking. Let me look up Chark. If Chark's playing, I'm on Jacksonville. Okay, that's the only thing. Because that's Mitchu's guy, right? He's had a lot of success with him. And Chark hasn't done much. Does little with nine targets. Yeah. Uh, two receptions on nine targets in week 14 against the Titans. Right. So he's sitting there. He's like, they threw me the ball. So they are trying to get him in the game plan, but he only had two receptions. So I didn't watch all the game to see whether these were bad passes. He was dropping. He was playing bad. Well, he was. That, that even makes me more want to say that he's going to play better to make up for that well, poor will- outing last week. So, real quick, this is just one thing I want to get out is. Jacksonville just got their butt kicked, right? So a lot of people, again, when we're our betting with short-term memory, just looking at last week, saying there's no way Jacksonville can hang with Baltimore here. Baltimore needs the wins. They're playing. Baltimore looked good. They beat Cleveland. They scored 40-some points. Jacksonville defense can they even contain Jackson. Well, I will mention that um, two of... It's like a backdoor game. Uh, Baltimore's... Cornerback Jimmy Smith, I think his name is, is out. And then uh, Marcus Peters is questionable. So they are banged up in the secondary. So that could be a good uh, um, thing for Shark. Um, because Minshew did have a connection with him. Yeah, I'm going so Jacksonville. I think it's too many points. It's just well, too many damn points. And it's probably still going to go up. You're right? talking me off of Baltimore. I'm not going to take don't it Don't let me impact it. People but don't not, want me to impact you. You're the one that's hot. Well, it's it's... I'm not trying to talk you in the whole thing. Okay, good. Okay, as long as you're saying that, I mean, I just want to make sure. The fact that, like you mentioned, DJ Shark and the cornerback injuries have me a little concerned. So I could see Baltimore going up big. I could see Jacksonville garbage time, couple long passes to DJ Shark, and there goes the spread. Yeah, so you got to look at how these things kind of look opposite too. Garner Minshew saying because he's I also look feel like, like Garner Minshew is a great garbage time quarterback. Yeah, he's like a Blake Bortles. Yeah, they could jump out, but who's Baltimore really been blowing out? Well, I know that's lately. what I'm saying. They they have injuries on defense, so it's not it's not that that team that can hold yeah. the score down. And Mitchie calls out Ngakwe right for like, yeah, he's gonna want to kill us. That's kind of like a reverse mind trick, right? That's like, hey, offensive line, look who's coming to town, and he is gonna want to kill them all, right? But it's almost like he's saying, hey, guys, wake up, get focused. You bet, you know, he's coming after us, and I think it might have an adverse effect where, um. It's not, hey, he's going to come kill us. It's me getting my guys ready to say, you better you better step up and stop him. And I think, I'm not saying they're going to dominate and win. I just think that they can play a competitive game with Baltimore. I think they can get back in it in garbage time. Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, I'm not gonna take points, right? I'm not going to take Jacksonville. All right. I, but I've I'm been, not going to take Baltimore either. I'm switching up. I mean, I have, look, Baltimore circled, right? All right, Jacksonville. I'm on record, Jacksonville. You? No play. Ha 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 ha, you dirty dog. 
All right. So next game up is Cleveland at the New York Giants. This opened at minus three in favor of Cleveland. It's up to minus six. This line movement I can clearly explain based on last week's performances um, with Cleveland keeping themselves in it with Baltimore and um, the Giants just looking horrible against the Cardinals. I have no idea what to make of the Cleveland Browns at this point. And I don't really have a play on this game. What? You're no playing again? Yeah, I have no play. I don't know what to do with the Browns. I really don't. I think Cleveland Giants suck. You know, I'll say it, but I said it before. I said it the week before that. I said it the week before that. I'll say it again this week. The Giants suck and they're not winning this division. They're not winning this game either. So I don't know about so, the points. I don't like the road dog. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but you know, I think Cleveland. Little, the road dog, the home dog. I don't like the yeah. I don't. I don't like the home dog. I don't. But I don't feel good about Cleveland going on the road being a six point favorite. It's a tough game. You know what? I'm going no play either. But I want to go against the Giants so bad. <laughs> This is the other one. You just one. yelled at me for having well, no play again, and then I talked you into this no is play. My, this would be my third no play. That last one that I had um, no play on was Chicago, Minnesota. I was going to pick this game, but I, I, I can't. These are two teams that I hate probably the most. When so I for feel me like to like I, really pick this game, I, don't, I, don't, I want to go against them both. Can I say it's going it's to be a push? This week you loved the Browns. I know because He's like I, tr- I can't believe I'm going to say this. I know, and look what happened. <clears throat> well, they lost, but they you put up burnt. I should have never jumped game. on the Cleveland. I mean, there was what eighty some points in that game. Yeah, but to your point, Baltimore's that was defense ridiculous. is banged up. They're not looking that good. Yeah, so the Giants' strength is what defense. Yep, and they're at home. Now, Daniel Jones, I don't know if maybe he wasn't ready to come back yet last week. I mean, it just wasn't a good game for him. He's great for a sack fumble or two in a game, and he did that early. Um, last this will week. probably be a Cleveland three-point win. So like 20 I mean, to 17. I don't think Cleveland's going to put up 40 points on the Giants. I mean, it really comes down to what the Giants can do, I think. And I don't trust them. I feel like I've given the Giants defense a lot of credit and I've taken them in games and they've lost. And then the games where I haven't right. taken them, they perform. So I'm just not touching it. All right. Who circled on my paper? This is what I'm going with. <laughs> I can't find it. Oh, they're both circled. No, they're not. <laughs> They are. That's a sloppy circle. I'm going Giants. This is why. I don't oh, like the wow. Giants. I'm switching. Yeah, I'm going on record and I'm going to because I know how I'm, my brain thinks. And by Sunday, this is where I'll get to. I don't like either team. Giants are at home. They're home dog. It's too many points. It's too many points. Cleveland should not go on the road and be favored by six against anyone. I don't care how much better they're getting. They shouldn't be six-point favorites on the road to anybody in this league. All right. You're going on the record for the Giants. Giants. Okay. Um, So next game up is Philadelphia at Arizona. And I'm actually surprised. Now, this is – and the line stayed consistent. It's minus six and a half in favor of Arizona. Now, I would have thought that everybody would be all over Philly now because they got their big win last week with Jalen Hurts' first start. Jalen. But everybody that I've heard on the radio and everything is all over the Cardinals. Um, I guess Darius the Slay. The Cardinals dominated last week. Darius Slay is out. Avante Maddox, I don't know if he matters, but he's out. 
He does. He's a slack guy. He's a slack cover corner. I thought he sucked, though. No. He's a, I, I like him. They drafted him. He left and he came back. I was always a big fan when they drafted him. Um, Slay's the big thing. That's that's their big ticket item in that secondary. Right? And you also, was it Robinson? Oh, Robinson's gone. Damn, who's their other safety? Just got hurt last week. Mm-hmm. I think he's done until, uh, it's not Robinson. It was the other safety. Uh, McLeod. McLeod is out for the year, I believe. He's not playing this week. So that secondary is in trouble. So, and I think um, Kyler Murray, if he was kind of playing through the injury, I think he's over it. He looked okay last week against the Giants. So I'm going to go with everybody, and I'm going to take Arizona. Well, let me tell you, last week we were all over the Eagles uh, to cover that spread. I was. I did back off it on my card. You're welcome. So, um, Which I hit all the um, games I lost on two over-unders. Jalen Hurts did good, right? But here's the problem. We're in COVID. He's not getting all that practice time like you would normally have with the guy. Um, he's a rookie. He he ran really well. He had over 100 yards rushing last last week. And Miles Sanders, the running back, also had 100 yards. Did he? I, I believe so. Oh, yeah. So Did he have the long run? That was a good, you know, it was a good game. And you're looking at the best record in that. was the best record, right, in the NFC. Um. But if you watch the game, the Saints pretty much shut Jalen Hurts down in the second half. And um, they made a ferocious comeback after being down 17-0, I believe it was at halftime. Uh, But the Eagles got points late in the game to put it away. I think now you got a... So you had the Saints, after a half of football, made some adjustments, shut the guy down. Now you got a, a week or a game of tape on them. And let's be honest, how much different is that game plan going to get from Doug Peterson this week, from last week to this week? Is Doug Peterson going to have a whole slew of new plays to run to full Arizona? No, they're going to run a lot of run pass option. They're probably going to call more design runs um, where he was effective as he was dropping back to pass and he would just break out of the pocket and run. So it was not planned. With all that said, Philly's going to get stopped. All right. So your play is Arizona. Absolutely. All right. So the next game up is probably, I guess the most interesting game of the week. Um, Kansas city at new Orleans. It opened at minus three in favor of Kansas city. It's at minus three in favor of Kansas city. Is it that interesting? Well, yeah, I mean, it's two good teams playing each other. That makes it interesting, right? Um, this could be a Super Bowl matchup, right? As there's one injury that just totally takes everything away. Well, so let me finish. We have Drew Brees coming back, but we have Michael Thomas out. That's what I was talking about. Which is interesting, but we won't go down that road. So um, do they have Emmanuel Sanders? Well, they have a running back named Alvin Kamara. Well, that's true. And that's he's, who he's they've pretty, relied on um, in previous games. And Kansas City, that's where their weakness is in the run uh, defense versus the pass defense. So He only had 50 yards last week against the Eagles. So 50 you know, total or 50 fi- rushing? 50 rushing yards. 50 total rushing yards. So you know he's going to look to I think he had like 65 back. passing yards. But... Um, well, Kamara wasn't as involved in the offense with, um, 
Taysom Hill at quarterback because he was doing a lot of the running too. So, um, so it could be a big Camara game. I don't know with Drew Brees just coming back. I mean, supposedly he had like eight broken ribs or something. Does that heal that quick? I don't know. Um, when you're forty, so eight broken ribs when you're forty, it's not feel good. Sure. So I mean, you know, I mean the. The Saints have kind of relied on their defense and the run game when Michael Thomas has been out. I'm assuming that's what they're going to do here. I don't know that the defense can do enough to stop Patrick Mahomes. So I think my initial pick was Kansas City, and I got to stick with it. I mean, Michael Thomas being out kind of. Because he really doesn't have anybody else to throw it to unless it's Camara and well, Cook. When, before Drew Brees went out and Michael Thomas was out missing a lot of games, that offense, that's when they struggled. Well, I don't the even most. know. Has Michael Thomas played with Drew Brees? I think early. And then well, Mike, that, no, he, he wasn't went out, out from week one, was he? He was injured at the end of the game in week one. I know that for a fact because I had okay. him on my fantasy team. Yes, yeah, so then he was out for but a But I while. don't know if he came back and played one game with Drew Brees or if he came back the week that Tyson Hill took over. I think Michael Thomas has a beef with Drew Brees. <laughs> but um, you think? I don't think so. Well, the comments over the summer with the whole, you know. Don't even get me started. Right, no, let's that. not. Like I said, we're not going to go down that road. Um, but the timing is interesting. So, do you have a pick on the game? First of all, everybody should respect the American flag. Steve, for we're not representing hey, opportunity. No, no, we're not doing anything. Second of all, Steve. Michael Thomas is out. That's all I need to hear. I'm taking Kansas City. Okay. Good. All right. Next game up is San Francisco. Scared you there for a second, didn't I? <laughs> Traveling to Dallas. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. Okay. I'm not Catholic either. All right. San Francisco at Dallas. I'm not Catholic. Only my kids are. Do you have a pick on this game i'm taking dallas because i can't take san francisco when nick mullins is the quarterback and i'll see i just see him getting worse and worse and worse i think dallas is starting to i'm not gonna dallas is playing better right are they i feel they just they just whipped the shit out of uh cincinnati i know cincinnati's bad but what is san fran what has san fran done without garoppolo and kittle well Dallas has been getting destroyed on the ground. And what does San Francisco want to do? Run the ball. Mozart's back. He is back. But, I mean, they got Jeff Wilson. They got somebody else. I don't think it really matters. Well, here's the thing for me is that (laughs) good or bad, Dallas was struggling putting up points with Dalton when he came in. I think he's getting more comfortable with the offense, getting more comfortable getting back into the flow of playing. And he still put 30 points up. They got a great defense. Their defense is, I, I don't want to say great, great defense, defense, but they've, their defense has been playing better. Who? Dallas. They're getting pressure uh, at the quarterback from their defensive ends. So I just can't take Mullins on the road. I don't see why you have a problem with Mullins. I think he's pretty he's capable. Good. He's not that good. Well, he might not be that good, but he's he's more capable than some of I mean, these. They script it out. They get these short rollouts. He can be effective, but he against a defense which Dallas has struggled mightily this year, but they're starting to look right at the defensive line position. So, you know, I see this as 
almost. I know I'm getting. I'm not really giving San Francisco much credit here, but I see this as two bad teams. I'm gonna take the home dog. Well, I my initial take on this game is San Francisco. I think if it to me it comes down to Kyle Shanahan versus Mike McCarthy. I'm gonna take Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan all day. Um, but to the extent I don't know that San Francisco should be favored by three on the road in Dallas. So I'm hating myself for saying taking Dallas, but I mean, I'm trying to look at this objectively and not with my heart. I, I like Dallas. I like that. I was mad last week at making Cincinnati a play because I liked Dallas the week before and Dallas. And it was almost like I was thinking the last week. I'm like, really like Dallas. They, they got smoked. It was, I think Baltimore and, um, kind of went against them last week. I feel like they figured something out offensively that they could score some points. Amari Cooper's getting into the action. That was the key. Yeah, but he was I wonder, missing for so much of the season in the middle if, of the um, season since I don't Dak know, got hurt. I don't know what side of the field he plays on, but if he's up against Richard Sherman, don't expect anything because Cooper's totally that guy that gets shut down by a good quarterback. Uh, quarterback. Well, I'm going Dallas. All right. I'm going to take Sam Fran. I don't know that you know, really they should be favored by three, but I think they win the game. So I'm going to take them just to disagree with you. Did, did we bet on any of these? No, we did not. I mean, that's, I don't not, want to bet on this one. Yeah. You're not talking me into I'm a bet I'm just trying on to look one. back at any of the games that you, that we kind of split on. Um, you want to take Washington? <laughs> no. Did we really split on that many games? No, I don't think so. I think we're in a lot of agreement, which is a good sign. Either good or bad. Which is a good <laughs> sign for me. To turn it around, hopefully. Um, all right. So last game up is, and I guess we never mentioned that this week we have the two Saturday games. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, Carolina, Green Bay, right? Yes. And Denver is the first one that kicks it off at 430. So okay. don't forget, Saturday, 430. So try to listen to this before 430. We've got to get it posted early. Tomorrow takes morning. time. See, production takes time. All right. So last game. Hopefully you're listening to this to get Carolina in. Last game is. That's the one. You like Green Bay. Yeah, no, I you didn't. came out firing. You like Green Bay? Listen no, and back. then no, you like no, Green no, Bay? no, no, you like Green Bay? I'm not. No, 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 no. You listen back. I bet you you said. I Green did Bay. not. I did not. All right. Well, whatever you said in the beginning of the podcast is what your pick is. I don't care what you say right now. Okay. All right. Last game: Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Now this is a division game. They played Week One, where Cincinnati did have Joe Burrow. Pittsburgh won that game, thirty-eight to seven. Um, the Bengals since losing Burrow have put up seven points, 19 points and seven points. Um, so I'm taking the, uh, Steelers all day here and I don't care what the spread is. Are you concerned about Ben Roethlisberger not looking as good the last two games? No, I think this is a get right spot for him after being undefeated and then losing two games in a row. I mean, this is the perfect spot for them. And even though it's been on the road, I'm not worried about that. They lost two in a row. Can they lose three? I don't think so. They're definitely not losing well, this game. Historically, the the Steelers have just dominated the Bengals. Exactly. So, so can you? So how about this? I, I'm going to put something out there. Since we both like Pittsburgh, so the pick is Pittsburgh. I don't think this line can get high enough either. Um, do you want to bet? I'll put Cincinnati points over under ten. I want the under. Will you take the over? No. Nine and a half. No. Will you take the over at eight and a half? 
No. Seven and a half. No. Seven. No. Six and a half. I would think about it. I'll take the over at six and a half. No, I'm not going to bet that. that. Six and I'm half. not going to bet no, that. come on. It's one way or the That's other. That's stupid. You That's like one you score. all over at six and a half. Yeah, it is one score. No. All right, you take it. You take the over. I'll take the under. No. I'd almost rope a dope there into it. I don't want to. They're going to score three I points. I don't want to bet on that at all. They're going to say 20, 27 to three. That's my prediction. Take Pittsburgh. All right. So that'll do it for us for week 15. That's a Got wrap. Got any closing thoughts, Steve? Yes. Everybody, this is the last podcast before Christmas. So I hope everybody has a happy holiday. So we're going to be doing, hey, we're going to, um, so we're going to do, oh no, it's not going to be, we're going to do next week on Christmas night, right? Yeah. And yeah, we'll have it. Well, nobody's coming over anyway. It's COVID. Well, it sucks that I was thinking that New Year's Eve would be that Friday, but that's the first. So we could bring in the new year with the podcast, but. Oh no. We could do it a day early because the games will be on. No, because we'll have the kids up. Remember last year we started the pots and pans on the front steps, even though they were three years old, they were up past midnight. So they're not going to go to bed before midnight. So I'm not doing a podcast at one in the morning. Well, I don't know. Maybe we kind of do that anyway. We'll figure it out. We got to look at the calendar anyway. All right. We got to go move Ernie, Ernie the elf. Peace out.